this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. This is what you are going to do. Touch the fingertip of your left ring finger against the fingertip of your right ring finger. Let's see if you can remain this way throughout the entire episode. Let's get a bit of admin out of the way and chat about poor and Thursday's free session before we discuss the best training schedule. Now, poor is free for patrons. If you've joined recently, and you don't have the poor trigger setting session, just drop me a line and I'll make sure that you get the code to download it. This is not the same as the discount code that's given uh, monthly to patrons on a certain tier. This one is for all patrons. And if you've not seen it written down, <laughs> it is poor, P-O-U-R, not Poor, as in, you poor dear. It's not that kind. Now, Thursday's free full-length session on the podcast, it's going to be a mix of hypnosis, meditation, and reflection. Now, this is not going to be, (laughs) well, I wish it was sometimes, but walking along the beach and reflecting on your inner self and what makes you a person. This guided meditation is definitely spoken by Ellsworth style. And you're going to walk through, uh, fun. We'll just leave it there. We're just going to say it's fun. And then you're going to reflect on it. So that one, make sure you do join me on Thursday. Now, I haven't forgotten about our ideal morning emotion trigger setting. That's coming up as well. The responses, um, well, they just flooded the email and feedback form and so on. Uh, So I'm crafting this session in a way that hopefully works for quite varied um, needs and wants. Now let me know if you do have more to say on that issue. I always like when my muses want to co-create with me. And if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, the ideal morning emotions trigger, just go on back to episode 50 and it's in there. Remember back in October and that one episode where I had the naughty boys stay behind after I let everyone else go. Keep that in mind as I continue to talk today about training. So when you start with a new trigger, when I've given you a new trigger, It is tempting to listen to it just once or twice and then jump into a session that uses it. Now, if you've been with me, close to me, 
for a while and you're already primed to obey and accept the word runes. This method, it might actually work. You have the desire, the motivation, and you also have plenty of past success to build upon. But if you don't go back and spend the time in that trigger setting session, you will likely find that you'll never have the depth of experience that I intend for you to have with it. So in that regard, there is no single answer here. You can revisit the session until you get the effect that you want and the degree of permanence or longevity that you want. That can happen after a single listen or it might take a dozen hours or more of being immersed in that session. I strongly recommend any new trigger be done at least two to three times a week And with our ideal morning trigger setting, the one I've recently mentioned, you will be doing that. Plus, you'll be interacting with that trigger every morning, even for just a couple of minutes, which keeps the session fresh. My personal style of hypnosis, it's a blend of different techniques, including the guided meditations and physical triggers, and this allows me to connect with you on different levels. Now that sounds all nice and fancy, right? But basically, what it means is I am using the hypnosis techniques, both permissive and indirect, the wordplay, um, <laughs> the music, which you're aware of, which has its own little Easter eggs of happiness hidden in there, and these guided meditations, as well as the deep daydream almost this maladaptive daydreaming that you can actually stay immersed in, that you can actually visit when you're not even in a session. And yes, I know, quite a few of you do. That type of hypnosis, my style of hypnosis, means you can't actually just Google some generic answer. because this isn't the average hypnosis experience. Now, for triggers you maybe once had well in hand, but have now become diluted, you do need to take the time to refresh them. How long that takes will depend on a number of factors, including how often you listen, the nature of the suggestions, um, how open and resistant you are to the suggestions, Um, man, how suggestible and decisive you are, and, you know, some personal idiosyncrasies in there. It will also depend strongly on real-life consequences of the suggestion. 
if they're positive, which, let's be honest, most of mine are. Because even if it's fetish-related, I'm always encouraging you to be your genuine self. The one that I accept and the one that I adore. And because of that, their positive nature, they will tend to strengthen even if you don't dip back into that session. So, here is the best technique. Just listen until it sticks. You'll generally know when you've reached that point. And if it starts to wear off, (laughs) then listen until it sticks again. That's the easiest method, albeit not quite the formulaic one that sometimes my rule follower craves, right? Suggestions become increasingly long-acting with each refresh until they're essentially permanent which is to say that they remain in place unless dislodged by another suggestion or a strong experience. Next week, I'm diving into the idea of reinforcement sessions and will be asking for your feedback. So keep today's episode in mind, mull it over, and you'll be ready to be my marvelous muse. I think of triggers much like I think of the positions used by some, not everybody, (laughs) though you know I like them, in um, lifestyle or session-based BDSM, or just DS, whichever you prefer to put it. Ah, there's so many letters floating around, and there's so many different ways to label this. Though, I know you get my gist, right? I like these positions because they keep us submissive mentally and physically primed for, well, let's call it play. It works as a code between the top and bottom. And some positions, they give the bottom a place to be in, you know, while they either build up anticipation or perhaps float in the feeling of subspace. The positions, they also give the top a breather or a chance to set up for the next activity. Or, and goodness knows, I'm guilty of this one. Just the time to admire some eye candy and enjoy the moment to the fullest. In a session where, say, we have been exploring the making and remaking of you, digging deeper into that shared headspace, and sweeping out the unnecessary or just sweeping it under the rug until later. Polishing up those habits and traits that I want to be front and center. In that type of session, 
a trigger can be used in a way to set up for the next activity. And that is exactly why they need to be strong for you. That the reaction has to be crystal clear. As clear as if in everyday life, where the flogger and other toys are clean to put away and whatever costume or lingerie is now off, that much of a switch. Because in the hypnokink life, it means maybe the mental work has concluded and now you're my eternal suitor and I'll um, the work set aside for pure physical pleasure. All bodies and bliss and intertwining to the point in this form in which I am not nor are you. So close that your hand upon my chest is mine. So close that your eyes close with my dreams. That is all the motivation my submissive man needs to keep up with this training. And as for those naughty boys, we'll discuss that next Tuesday. Now, look at your hands and tell me, are you still touching the tips of your ring fingers together? See you Thursday.